This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk, and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Miranda Mitchell. Miranda is a human design specialist who helps entrepreneurs energetically align so that they have a successful business with freedom and ease. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? Well, my journey was a long journey. Um, it started uh, living in Vermont and with a big family. I'm the oldest of eight children, and we basically lived off-grid for a while. This was um, both because my parents liked that and because of some poverty, basically. We lived off-grid, and um, we had a difficult time as far as having consistency and support with our parents, parents because there were so many of us. I wasn't supported when I was younger. It felt like I was basically on my own a lot of the time. And because of that, I actually ended up moving out at the age of 14. And when I was 14, I kind of lived with all of my friends, went out and partied, did a lot of things I shouldn't be doing at 14. And it stayed that way for a while. I even lived in a car for a while. Um, I went from friend's house to friend's house. And about... 20 is when um, I had my first child, and that's really what settled me down, is uh, wanting to be the parent that I didn't have for my children. So I settled down and started, um, I don't know, reconnecting with who I truly was because I wasn't, I didn't do that previously, and I really didn't know who I was at that point. And um, from there, I started doing um, self-growth. I started, I uh, put myself through school um, and this was after my divorce. So I had my, my son, I had my other son. Um, I was in a marriage that wasn't uh, great. He was um, physically and mentally abusive and that started on our wedding day. And um, I came to a point that I realized I didn't want my sons to think that was okay. So um, I actually took about a year to plan on how to get out of that relationship because he, he was so controlling. And uh, we were able to get out safely. And then that's when I put myself through school. I started learning everything, becoming certified and everything, trying to better myself because I hadn't done any of that when I was younger. And how did you kind of get into becoming a design or human design specialist? How did that come about? Yeah, that was very interesting. Um, I love the journey of life. So I started, like I said, went through school. I started practicing yoga and learning to meditate and diving into working on some of the beliefs that I had about myself because of the way that I had grown up some of my limitations that I felt like I had, um, both financially and who I was personally. And from yoga, I went into coaching because I wanted to help other people 
work through their beliefs. And then from coaching, I went into human design. And when I stumbled on human design, it just like all made sense. I was so thankful because I realized that in my journey, I actually was on the right path. All of the struggle that I had in my life, all of the lessons that I learned being on my own, trying to figure myself out, even my abusive relationship, um, or relationships actually, um, it was all my purpose in learning what I was supposed to learn so that I can help others learn from my experiences. And that's what human design told me. It's all in my human design chart. Yeah, I think it's important in general, uh, whatever anyone has been through to kind of share that. Obviously, some people are reluctant to share their experiences because of trauma or they don't you know, feel safe or uncomfortable. But I think in terms of having a platform like a podcast going on other shows, I think it's important to share the things that you've been through because one, you know, people can learn from that to possibly avoid those warning signs or situations that they feel like they may be getting into and others helping through uh, helping people through that are experiencing the same things that, you know, you went through as well. Yeah, I totally agree. And the thing with human design is basically, I'm not sure if you know a lot about human design, but we have a chart that is imprinted. Um, the time that we were born. And in that chart, it's where the planets are in the system when you're born so that you have these gates activated. And within these gates that are activated, we have our own unique energy blueprint. Um, and it actually helps us with our purpose, helps us see our purpose and our journey and our story in life. And my story, actually, I have the gate of struggle and um, adventure, they like to call it now, <laughs> but it's the gate of struggle activated. And that is a theme in my chart. Um, and it shows me that all of my experiences that I did go through was for me to learn that the experience was important and then be able to help others in those experiences. And that's in my chart. Like I'm here to help others through my experiences is what I've learned so that they can either not go through those experiences or to appreciate those experiences because the challenges are really what help us grow. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of growth in general happens in, you know, a level or state of, you know, uncertainty, uh, non-comfort, chaos, because if you're, you know, going through anything in business or in life, if you're in this kind of, you know, complacent, take it easy pattern, you get, you know, stuck in a way. And oftentimes those things that you go through that are tough times, obviously hurdles, teach you and get you to kind of the next stage of your life. Yes, exactly. And actually one of my favorite sayings is, um, if you are comfortable, that means you're not growing. So step into that next fear or step into that next challenge because that is the opportunity for growth. Yeah, I say often uh, several episodes that um, complacency is the death of innovation. So in terms of kind of ideas, knowledge, you know, a hunger for something new, if you get into this comfort state, 
you know, you you as a human don't want to kind of rock the boat and don't want to put yourself in safe, unsafe situations. So you keep subconsciously telling yourself like, you know, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. And then you're the biggest barrier to, you know, growth or whatever the next thing is. So I, I say, you know, it's a you versus you battle. If you get past that first hurdle, it's a lot easier to, you know, get to where you want to go. Yeah. And it can be even exciting if you realize a challenge comes up or if you're having a difficult time, um, if you come from the perspective of oh, this is an opportunity, this is time for me to grow. This is actually given to me. It's not for, it's for me, not to me. Then, uh, the struggle and challenge can be beautiful. And I actually, even with 2020, um, uh, with all the challenges that everyone has had in 2020, this year for me has been a huge growth experience because of it. And it's made me step back and have the time to reflect and see what's important. And honestly, yeah, there's a lot of pain and a lot of things going on, but it's all in perspective and there's a reason that it's happening. So thinking about what is that reason and how can I grow through this? I agree. So what motivates you to succeed? Obviously those motivations may have changed over time, but what currently motivates you to succeed? Well, it has definitely changed over time because of my awarenesses and my growth. The first motivation was for me to get out of my family situation and to get away from that way of living. And I knew I wanted to have more, be more. Um, and from there it was my children. I wanted to be their great parent. I wanted to be there. Like I didn't have that support. So I wanted that for them. And then um, now that they're getting older, it's more of, I want to, uh, I want to make, I want to connect with people. I want to make impact. I want to help people. Every person that I help step into a new version of themselves really creates a higher potential of humanity. So each person at a time. So I feel I do have a purpose in doing that. And I am fully stepping into that purpose. I will say that when I learned my human design chart and I saw that in my chart, it actually gave me permission to do it. Before I would kind of sit back and stay safe. I would kind of, I like to say, dip my toe in <laughs> and just like do a little bit at a time. But now that I know my potential, um, I'm not afraid to rock the boat. I'm not afraid to do something that, um, my family may not appreciate, or I'm not afraid to um, voice my story. So the motivation for me really is I want to help people grow. And I feel like one person at a time is the way to do it because it's that domino effect. You help one person, you help their family, you help their family, it helps their family. So it's a lot bigger than just that one person. Yeah. And I think it's important when you're kind of driven by, you know, basically like I call it being a heartlet entrepreneur when, you know, your main goal in your business or what you're doing is to give back and impact others. I think it makes that journey that much more rewarding. Mm, so much, so much more rewarding. So what's one thing that you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Well, I would have to say it was my vulnerability when I was younger. I used to feel like vulnerability was a weakness for me. And because of that, and the way I had to raise myself, I had to become strong. So I would never let myself be vulnerable until I overheard someone call me the ice princess. And then I was like, oh, 
I don't know if I want to be known as that. That means I'm cold and I'm, I don't care about people. Um, so from that point, I actually shifted from strength to work on my vulnerability. And that's when I actually did do yoga to start opening up through that way. Um, and now I will say <laughs> that I can be very vulnerable. I'm emotional at times. And I used to see that as a weakness, but now I recognize that as actually a strength. Being able to open up to, to people you don't know or people that you are connected with in a vulnerable, vulnerable state is as strong or more strong than being strong and consistent and dedicated. So I would say um, my vulnerability, which I've had to do a lot of work on. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's important also to be vulnerable in, you know, personal and professional situations. I think that also adds or is part of, you know, your emotional IQ. So understanding when to open up, understanding other people, where they're coming from and their situations. And I think it helps, obviously, personal relationship and professional because I oftentimes, you know, I, I hire people I've hired. I'm looking for soft skills over, you know, teachable knowledge because if somebody's driven enough to do something or is hungry enough for, you know, a role, I can teach them really anything, but it's hard to teach soft skills, leadership, empathy, emotional IQ. So having that and realizing that and coming to terms of like who you are and figuring that out, I think it's important. Yeah. And that definitely comes with age too, um, as we grow and evolve. And I know I keep mentioning the chart, but um, in the chart, there's these centers and I realized that I have an open G center and what that means, it's basically your identity center. And throughout my entire life, I would feel like I shifted my identity to the people that were around me. And I didn't quite understand why I did that or how I could do that. And I was upset with myself and I didn't know myself. When I realized I had the open G center, what that means is, is I'm actually able to take in other people's energy and identify it, identify with it. So I actually can feel who they are because of that center, because I take in their energy. So, um, so it's very interesting because I call it my superpower as far as being a coach, being able to connect with people through their identity, through their subtle energies. That's awesome. So what's one thing you can leave with the audience in terms of advice, personal or professional? Uh, Personal advice is um, definitely um, ground yourself daily so that you can stay consistent in your path. A lot of the times we tend to just jump out of bed and go into momentum. And in my personal practices, I've learned that taking some time in the morning to really either do breath work or do journaling or meditation, whatever works for you, going outside and grounding yourself into what you want that day to look like will help you create the life that you really want rather than getting caught up in momentum of society. So I guess that was personal and professional at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more like also uh, running your own race. So figuring out like what's best for you and what your path is to get there because to, you know, there's more than one way to reach a destination. And I feel like goals uh, are things that you set, like you said earlier, it's all about the journey. So, and, and for me personally, it's a, it's a moving target. So it's not like you, you reach this plateau, 
you've achieved this goal and you know it's all over and let's sit back on the beach which is nice and i don't knock people for doing that but i think it to keep myself driven is you know the journey itself and keeping a moving target in terms of what my goals are yes and also celebrating because sometimes people can get overdriven you know and then they are constantly looking to that next thing so um, definitely keep going, but also celebrate and appreciate where you've come from. Yeah, I agree. And I think that component also celebrating it and understanding where you come from, where you came from and what you've been through keeps you grounded as well. So although, you know, you're treating yourself, rewarding yourself, taking the step back to really like take the moment in, you're still like helping yourself to keep grounded because obviously levels of success are all oftentimes ego slips in and you know you keep telling yourself maybe you're like on top of your industry or whatever you're doing but you know having that grounding component i think is key both in your personal and professional life yeah and that will actually even help your professional life become more uh successful you know being able to take that time sometimes to really kind of ground yourself in your journey and who you are definitely Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Sure. Um, You can go to my website. It's Miranda-Mitchell.com. And if you would like, there is a button on there where you can get a free chart too. So you can learn a little bit about your unique energy. And then that way you can kind of bring it into your business and into your personal life to see uh, how you are energetically in this world. Awesome. Thanks again for stopping by. Thank you. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.